Welcome to the Enchanted Ears Podcast, where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. And I'm Joe. And on today's episode, we're moving to the next park in our series of Keep, Update, or Replace. And this week, we are tackling Hollywood Studios, discussing some of the attractions there, which I feel like Hollywood Studios, there's a lot that I maybe forgot were even attractions there yeah. that we're going to discuss. So I think this should be uh, an interesting one because it's not like we said, hey, just get rid of everything. But right. there's definitely, I think, some surprises in here. Yeah. I mean, there are a few heavy hitters over at Hollywood Studios. So I feel like I have some good ideas for, for a decent section of Hollywood Studios Fine. So that, that we'll get to. Good. I'm looking forward to it. All right. I do want to... Uh, touch on one thing a correction from last week's episode where we talked about some of the the strangest history some of the craziest things disney's been involved in we talked about the uh, underwear shop that was on main street when it opened mm-hmm. and we talked about the wizard of bras i mentioned that it was an animatronic i'm pretty sure i said it was an animatronic and even as i was saying it last week i was like that kind of predates when Disney had animatronics. So it didn't feel right, but I remembered seeing a picture of it. So I went back and looked at the picture. It was a promotional picture. It was somebody dressed as the Wizard of Bras. So okay, it was this not... just this just took a whole new level. Yes. Creepy. So, so there is no animatronic. The uh, the underwear shop, the experience, the museum kind of side of it that talked about the history of underwear and things like that. It was uh, an audio recording narrated by the Wizard of Bras. Please, please but, tell me it was a female wizard. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but but somebody was dressed up as a wizard. That's what I saw from the newspaper clipping. Again, go Google it if you haven't seen it. Um, but so no animatronics. So I just want to give that correction for all the people that were probably yelling at the podcast. There was never an animatronic. All the, all the uh, history buffs. So just want to give that correction out there. Can I erase this correction from my memory? Because you want to believe it was an animatronic or you're more freaked out that somebody dressed yes, up? Yes. Okay. Yes. In a bra shop. Okay. Well, I don't think they were there. Again, I think it was more of a promotional thing. I think the actual experience was, was just uh, an audio. But we move on. All right. So Disney News of the Week. Some more Disney news that came out of Star Wars Celebration. We talked about a few things last week. There was some stuff that came out uh, after we recorded that I wanted to touch on. So one thing, very sad to hear this, is that the Bad Batch will be ending. So we're getting one additional season, but they're saying that it's going to be the final season. It's only three seasons, which I'm kind of surprised by. Yeah, I mean, Clone Wars was, oh my goodness, it's like... I think it went seven. I think they came back and did the seventh, and then Rebels had... I think four. So yeah, there's a lot. We just started kind of trying to go through Clone Wars, and we haven't touched Rebels yet, and we're not very far at all. But yeah, so I, it does surprise me that the Bad Batch is only going to get three seasons. It's, it's so, so good. good. Yeah, it's so good. And the season two, if you haven't watched it, ended on quite a cliffhanger. So I'm excited that we're getting a season three because I was worried that it was going to end there. I have to imagine while the Bad Batch may be ending, it's not going to be the last we see of all the characters. So I think that's maybe where um, there's maybe a silver lining that I think some of these characters will live on. Maybe they show up in live action, much like some of the other characters from Clone Wars and Rebels uh, appear to be showing up as they make these live action TV shows. see Hunter? (laughs) Maybe. And then the other thing, uh, very excited about this. So on May the 4th, may the 4th be with you, we are going to be getting an album from Gaia. So Gaia is the singer on the Galactic Star Cruiser. She does a dinner show. She's billed as this intergalactic pop star celebrity who has played throughout the galaxy. 
And the songs that, that she sings on the Star Cruiser are really good. And yeah. I, I even was like, oh, wow, like, I like these songs. I'd like to like listen to them again. So it's very exciting that they're going to be uh, dropping an album. I believe it's uh, digital on May 4th. And don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure they're going to be making like a, a vinyl, like a physical copy as well that you'll be able to buy. Wow. Yeah, this is pretty cool. And again, I mean, it's it's kind of nostalgic if you've ever gotten to go on the Star Cruiser or if you aspire to go on the Star Cruiser. Just, you know, dim your lights a whole bunch in your house and then just order a bunch of food that you don't know what it is. Oh, that's true, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, just get really like or, or dye your food weird colors, like Blue get some shrimp. shrimp. And yeah. yeah. And then you'll be you can pretend like, like you're on the yeah. Galactic Star Cruiser. Right. And it, it will Sounds be. Sounds like a great date night. And you'll save five thousand dollars. <laughs> So no, this is good. I'm I am I am excited about this again to kind of download this and, and be able to listen to the songs. All right, and then in we are uh, just gonna miss something news, uh. which always seems to happen to us. They announced that Rogers the musical will be premiering June thirtieth, just after we're gonna be in Disneyland. This always happens to us. <laughs> I think one time we had a, we've planned a trip that something opened uh, it was avengers campus i think when we went to disneyland mm. we had planned to go and then it opened like a few weeks before we went i think that's the only time we've ever uh, lucked out on it but we are going to be in disneyland a few weeks before this so fingers crossed for some soft openings um, but they did announce that rogers the musical will be coming for a limited period of time they're still kind of saying that it, it's temporary um, but it sounds like it is about a 30 minute show i believe it's five original songs uh, plus, I can do this all day from Hawkeye. So really excited to see this. Again, hopefully that they have some soft openings that, that we can maybe get to see it when we're there. If not, this is definitely one I will be looking up the YouTube videos for because this is something I want to experience. Um, and if, if we're not going to be able to see it in person, uh, at least we'll be able to see it vicariously through somebody else. Yeah, I mean, it's just sort of going to, I think, thread the needle probably between the our trips to Disneyland because I doubt very highly it runs for a really like long time. I'm hoping it's so popular that they keep it for a while. I, I really am. Like Again, they're saying it's you know limited engagement, but hopefully it's good. Hopefully people like it and they just say, hey, we, we have nothing better to put in here at this point. Let's just run it for a year or something like that. Yeah, I think it... Hopefully, fingers crossed, they they keep it going because I do want to see this. I think it'll be really interesting, and I think that it bodes well again for potentially a Broadway show. Well, that's the thing. I I will I will caveat this by saying if they say okay, it's only going to be a five month engagement, and it's only running Tuesdays through Saturdays. So if you're there Sunday or Monday, they're not going to have any any shows those days. But if they say okay, it's done at Disneyland, but it's going to be on Broadway next year. We I would can be forgive like, them. I'd be like, okay, all right, we're, we're good. <laughs> you know, we, you don't have to keep it, uh, you know, any longer. I understand if you're moving at that. So, so yeah, definitely uh, exciting about this. And yeah, we'll all collectively cross our fingers that it soft opens a little bit early. And toes. Yes, fingers and toes. So. <laughs> all right. So for our main topic today, we're playing another round of keep update or replace this time we are moving over to hollywood studios we've already done animal kingdom so if you want to check out that episode if you haven't listened to that one yet go back and check that one out we're doing hollywood studios today so we're going to go through not all of the attractions but a lot of the attractions a couple shows here and we're going to make our cases for whether we should keep it 
whether we should get rid of it or whether we should replace it. I also threw out on our Instagram, we're at Enchanted Ears Podcast, to pull some of our subscribers over there. We'll talk about what their picks are as well for some of these. So we'll start with Muppet Vision 3D. Okay, I think that we should replace this one. Um, I think that it is a little bit outdated. I think they can add a little bit more. I do like some of the elements. Like I enjoy the Muppets that they bring out actually that are... Like the live The the live live Muppets. Like I like those elements. I like that it's a Muppet attraction. I think that you have a lot of people that really feel passionately about the Muppets. But I do think that they could probably do something a little bit different a little bit better include like swedish chef include animal i'm not biased but i just think that there's something that needs to be done with it i'm not entirely sure why i'm still kind of a baby in in the muppet world because i haven't i've seen some of it i like some of it but i'm 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 learning to love the muppets a little bit more and i will tell you what you replace it with right now and i agree with you i think you replace Muppet Vision 3D. The whole Muppet Courtyard thing is kind of like shoehorned in there because they took over most of it for Galaxy's Edge. And then it's like, well, what else are we really going to put in this little corner? (laughs) There's not a ton of room there. So they built this whole Muppet Courtyard. But I agree with you. I think you replace it. And I think you replace it with something Disney has already imagineered. They've already thought about the Muppets Great Movie Ride. So now that the Great Movie Ride is gone, there actually was a lot of talk Disney thought about converting the great movie ride into the Muppets great movie ride where the Muppets are in the scenes. And now that the great movie ride is gone. I know a lot of people love that attraction and now it's Mickey Mays runaway railway. So you don't have anything like that. So I think you do what Disney has already thought about and you make the Muppets great movie ride. And I think people would love it. And I think it would be so much better than having Muppet vision 3d. I could see that. I think that that would be good. And I do think that a lot of people miss the great movie ride. So I think that bringing it back in some capacity, but maybe adding the Muppets spin to it would be great. And that's how like the Muppets are great when they are in other scenes like that. Like Muppet Muppets Haunted Mansion on Disney Plus was great, where you put the Muppets in the Haunted Mansion. You always see those things of like, if you could have any movie and all of the characters were replaced by by Muppets, except for one human. Like, what movie would you do? And there's always been that talk of, like, Disney, just recreate all of these movies with Muppets in them. Like, it it Mm -hmm. would be so much fun. And so that's kind of where this great movie ride, Muppets version, comes from, where you just take all the great scenes from movies, and you could do... Disney owns basically every movie now, and just throw Muppets in it. It would be incredible. I think that's what Jon Favreau should have done with The Lion King. Do Muppets Lion King. That could be a scene in... In this great movie ride. Because I feel like they would be really funny doing the beginning. I feel like they could um, be kind of funny in the scenes with Scar. And also, I mean, I hate to like poke fun at Mufasa's death, um, but I almost feel like that scene, they could add an interesting spin to it um, and be kind of corny. Or even if you you have um, the two old men who I, whose names I can never remember, if they're making comments after the fact about how upset they are. Or oh, that would be great if in the whole attraction, as they go through different scenes of the movies, those two guys are just like commenting on everything that happens. So th- I know th- that people listening are screaming their names yeah. at us right now. Well, all right, we'll look it up. So on Instagram, this was one that I put out there. So it was actually a tie uh, at 42% for keep and update. And then only 16% said replace. So 
I think kind of to your point, a lot of people love the Muppets. A lot of people want the Muppets to stay. I'm saying replace it with another Muppets attraction that's better. I think probably a lot of people took it as, oh, if we're replacing it, we're getting rid of the Muppets. Mm -hmm. So I don't want that. So I could definitely see that of why that's lower. But I'm saying let's get even better Muppets. All right. Moving on to the Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular. For this one, I think you need to update it. This has been around since the park opened. This was one of the opening day attractions. I really like what it's about because it is what Hollywood Studios was about, where it's the magic of making movies and it's about movie making and the behind the scenes of that. So I really like that idea as a show. I like it. The the stunt show is, is a lot of fun, high energy. I think it just needs updated because uh, one, it's older. And I think, because of that, I think the way they make movies has changed in, in, in some respect. Like the way they made movies in the 80s is not how they make movies now. There's mm-hmm. a lot, there's special effects, there's uh, motion capture, there's uh, you know green screen, that sort of stuff. I think there's definitely still stunts and that sort of thing, but I think they could do it uh, in a much different way that shows you you know, blends in how they used to make movies with how they currently make movies and make it a little bit more interesting and up to date. So I, I like the idea of keeping with Indiana Jones, but just make it a more modern filmmaking approach. Okay. So here's where you're wrong. So I think you're right. They still keep it about making movies. They ditch the idea about Indiana Jones because I know that the Indiana Jones movies are popular, but I think that pop culture is kind of turning away from Indiana Jones and turning more towards comic books. And so I think that everything you said about mocap suits and everything would work so well with Marvel. So do this show and demonstrate how the mocap suits work, demonstrate how some of the stunts are done. So, you know, some of the, like how they fly or how people fly backward and they're attached to cords and some of the things that you see on the shows on Disney plus, but a live demonstration of that, I think that would be really impactful and really interesting to people to see live. And I think it would be a little bit more relevant to, again, like you said, the society today and how things are done today. So I think it needs, I mean, it is an update, but it is kind of a replacement too, because you're, you're fitting it with a different, different franchise. franchise. I think the only problem with that is I don't know that Disney in Orlando could make marvel it's it's weird like yeah they, they can't have marvel they could do star wars but i don't feel like star wars has as much well, of that well that's what i was gonna say because it, it's odd because maybe they could do it because we have guardians of the galaxy and that's marvel and they sell like every marvel pin and stuff and merchandise so i don't even know what the agreement is anymore but so maybe they could do a show I, i'm not sure but i think star wars would be good And the other reason why Star Wars works is because then it's just kind of a continuation of Galaxy's Edge. And actually, Indiana Jones is right next to Star Tours. So there's kind of a little mini... There's an overlap. Yeah, overlap there. Um, And you could do, like, how they do lightsaber fights. Like, how they choreograph that. Again, like, getting into, yeah, the VFX of it, but also just, like, the choreography of stunt work and everything and especially as they build out like that star wars universe there's so many shows on disney plus i mean you could even do some sort of demonstration of the volume like so oh there we go the volume yep yeah so i think that there's a lot they can do here to take the indiana jones out and make it something that i think is a little bit more oh you know the other thing with star wars why star wars may be a little bit better is because star wars also has a lot of one it has a lot of like prosthetics and makeup 
oh, because of like all the yes. aliens. So they could show how that's done. But it also has a lot of puppetry. Where you like Grogu is is a puppet. Yoda yes. was a puppet. Even BB-8 is worked by puppet. Whereas a lot of people think, I mean, and part of that is CGI. But I mean, a lot of that stuff is done through puppetry. And like Marvel doesn't have that. And I think that's a super impressive thing that. A lot of people, I don't think, realize Star Wars does that a lot, and that, mo- and I don't think a lot of movies do that. Maybe they do more than I I know, but to see that of how oh, there's actually a guy like running in a in a green suit, you know, and and making this work, I think would be super interesting. I mean, and then if they didn't want to stick with one franchise, you could go with an amalgamation of different things. Like I'm thinking about Muppets and how they show oh, we're back to Muppets. Yeah. How they show, like if you've ever actually seen oh, the, how they actually the, do the puppeteers yeah. that are basically like laying on top of each other and climbing over each other. And then there's different puppets that have different mechanisms to make them work. There are the ones that have the hands that move, but then there are other ones that they have full control of the mouth. Like there are just so many different ones. I know we did an episode all about the Muppets and how those puppets worked. And it's so fascinating to see. And if you've never seen this, go check it out because a lot of times, yeah, they're they're just on top of each other in the weirdest positions, moving their puppets and making the the um you know saying their lines. And it's it is absolutely insane what they are yeah, capable see, of doing. Seeing those performances, so mm-hmm. and I I like this idea too because I think it then also it it promotes and it shines a light on kind of the unsung the heroes of the industry of like yep. the people that that do the visual effects that do the puppetry that do the makeup and things that like make all this stuff happen the costumes that add to the world and make the movies believable but really don't get the credit you're always just like you're looking at the actor exactly yeah so i think yeah i think I love the idea of the makeup demonstration that you could like with the MOUs, like have them come out, demonstrate that. Yeah, this is, this is how you do a quick prosthetic. Like I, it's, it's cool. I think that pick I, somebody from the audience, like a little kid become an alien. They would like love that. Oh my People gosh. Would be crazy. All right. Yeah. Totally a little kid. Not me. Sorry. Sticking with star Wars here, rise of the resistance. So keep update or replace rise of the resistance. Keep it. Yeah, I think this one's <laughs> I easy. think this is an easy one. This was another one I threw out on Instagram and 88% of you said keep it. 12% said update. I bet those 12% that said Fix update, it. yeah, were like just get the stuff to work correctly. Yeah, I was just going to say after I said keep it, I'm like I guess they could update it by fixing it. But nobody said replace it. I think the other argument you could make is and maybe why some of the people say update it is update it to a different trilogy put it in a different point in time i think the one knock is and it's interesting because people definitely don't like the new trilogy as much as they like the other movies as Mm -hmm. much as they like the mandalorian but this ride is so good and it's so technologically advanced that you almost don't care like you almost go in and be like hey maybe kylo ren's not my favorite but this is so good (laughs) that i love it in spite of all of that in spite of how much I didn't like the trilogy. And I'm saying, I mean, episode seven was good. I think it kind of went a little bit downhill in eight and nine. But I, I I love the new trilogy. I love Kylo Ren. I think he's a great villain. I think he's a great character. So this is not me talking And he demonstrates growth, which, yeah. is, which is good. Well, I, I, like I didn't to like see... that part. I, I wish he would have stayed just Kylo Ren. But I, I enjoy I to see saying. a character who demonstrates growth. Yeah. But but I think a lot of people could say, hey, I didn't like the trilogy, but you got to love this ride. You got to respect what they do there. But I think some people, again, maybe the knock is, hey, I'd rather this be, 
you know, Darth Vader and Palpatine, you know, instead yeah. of instead of Kylo Ren and, and Hawks or or make this Mando trying to save Grogu from something. You know, like I, I could see that and I, I think those would be cool updates, but I think how it is 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 incredible. And I'm sure I, I feel like if they had had the Mandalorian in their pocket when they made this ride, they probably would have themed it to the Mandalorian. I mean, I know that yeah, it's Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know. I, I just feel like they recognize that the Mandalorian is like their bread and butter right now. It is now, but I mean, you, you got to remember when episode seven came out, it made like $2 billion. I mean, yeah. the, the movies are still making billions and billions of dollars. All right, moving on to Toy Story Land, Slinky Dog Dash. This is a hard one. So this isn't one of my favorite rides, but I love the theming of this ride, and I love that you're inside Slinky Dog. I love the cue for the line. It's so clever. The cue is incredible. The, right. The, the whole Toy Story land is really well done, and it looks like the the new Rodeo Roundup Barbecue is really well themed, and that that seems like a really cool place to go eat. Like mm-hmm. I, I wasn't really excited about it, but now that I've I've seen the inside, I've seen how it's done. They got a lot of cool details to it that it does seem like it's a place you want to go try. Uh, so the whole land looks great, but the queue for Slinky Dog Dash is, I feel just it's like... It's top notch. Yeah, it's like a step above even what the land's doing. Right. So I think that it, you have to keep this ride. I, it is it is good. And it is, again, it's one of those roller coasters that is tame enough that you can bring probably like small children. I'm not entirely sure because I never have to pay attention to how tall you have to be to ride, but it, it is, is definitely a more family friendly coaster. Right. But yeah. also it is more tummy friendly, which I like. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's a it's a great ride. I say you keep it. Yeah, I I completely agree. I love Slinky Dog Dash. I want to ride it every time I go. You're kind of like, eh, I don't know. It's just it's just a roller it's just a simple roller coaster. But I love it. Keep it hundred percent. I like the ride. The wait always seems to be very long, and so I it think is. that it kind a, of taints yeah. it because it is a pretty short ride, so I don't want to wait in line for hours and hours to ride for, whatever, 45 seconds or how yeah, long I'm, the ride Yeah, I'm with is. you. I wish it was a little bit longer, uh, and it's definitely one you got to get there early or get like a fast pass on or lightning lane, uh, as it's called now, um, because, yeah, it's you don't want to wait like an hour and a half, two hours for it, which it, it can get up there, but it's a, it's a great ride. I love it. And speaking of lightning lightning mcqueen's racing academy what do you think about that get one? rid of it i <laughs> go on what? i mean i i want to know and i i did not i did not pull this one um but i want to know from our listeners who are listening send us a message uh at <laughs> enchanted ears podcast on instagram who even knows it exists yeah, who, is that what you're gonna yeah, say who even knows it's there I mean, it's cool. The animatronics cool. We, we went to see it. I mean, it's a fun little thing. I, if your kids love the Cars movies, it's a great thing to go to. But it is back in the corner in like a nondescript building that's kind of like, who even knew this building was back here? I don't even know what was in that building before this because they did not build the building for this ride. I think it was just storage. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I like, kind of feel like it. I mean, it just but, seems yeah, like it's so knows? back there. I literally, if you told me, if I I could not have a map and I had to, to navigate to this and Hollywood Studios is not Hold that on. big. If you didn't have a map and you had to navigate, you're not getting very far. I hate to tell you. Listen, I think in you Hollywood, don't know the parks very well. I think in Hollywood Studios, I could find my way. I really, yeah. I really do. I yeah, Hollywood Studios isn't too bad. It's 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 pretty small. And let I me ask think... you this though, because I I say this with all the love in the world that you would get lost. Because <laughs> I just I know all I have you. to do is go. Once or twice. Okay. Do you think no map 
you can navigate Animal Kingdom because you love Animal Kingdom. But Animal Kingdom is tricky because there's a lot of like strange pathways and stuff. If I told you, Angela, meet me here in Animal Kingdom, do you think you could? Now, eventually, yeah, you're just going to stumble upon where you need to go. But do you think you could find it? I think this would make a great video. I think because I think I'd be waiting like hours for you. I think <laughs> depending on where it was that yeah, depending on where it was, I could do it. I think because there are those little like arrows that kind of point you in the direction. Now, if you don't know that like Dino Land is by dinosaur yeah. or some things like that, then that makes it difficult. I, I think we're going to do this next time we go down to, to Florida that I'm going to go in Animal Kingdom and I'm going to say, you know, give me 10 minutes just to get a head start so you can't see me. And I want you to meet me here i'll pick a place not like pandora because that's an easy place to find but like one of the animal pathways or something and i'm gonna see how long it takes you to get to me i think i'm gonna probably end up at guest services crying no, you can't ask no crying and they'll be like excuse me can somebody please claim this woman she's a bit you, hysterical you can call me you can call me but yeah, yeah but if you if you knew lightning mcqueen's racing academy existed i want to know because i want to know what the number is but what are you what are you saying did you uh, did you give did you give your answer Replace. Replace it. Replace, replace, replace. Yeah. Just get rid of it. I, I mean, I don't even have to replace it again. What did that what was that building for? I don't know what you're gonna put in there. It's not that big a building, but I think you need something different. I mean, you could do something like Mickey's Philhar Magic. I don't know. Well that's I already mean, I, at I guess, Magic Kingdom. Well, I'm saying like like that. Oh, like a theater. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I, okay. I mean you do have like again, I it's very hard for me to answer this question because I am not a fan of the cars franchise. We gotta do a couple more here, but I I do have a potential idea for Lightning McQueen's area. All right, but we're going to move to the next one, which is Tower of Terror. And and on Instagram, for Tower of Terror, 84% said keep. So it's overwhelmingly keep. <laughs> yeah. 12% said update, and 3% said replace it. 3% are no longer friends with Angela. Listen, I used to be in that 3%. Okay, I'm speaking directly to the 3% right now. Have you ridden the ride lately? Like, have you ridden it? Because maybe they get like motion sick. Maybe it makes them sick. Uh, okay. If it makes you motion sick, I get it. Dramamine does work sometimes. I get it though. But if you are in the 3% and you don't get motion sick, go ride it because it is just a gem of a ride. And it is it, a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. It, it is just so unlike a lot of the other rides. It's got that creepy feel to it. You get that like drop. You don't know what's going to happen. And that kind of makes it thrilling. It's an obvious keep for me. Okay. I'm going to go back on this in a minute here. But I agree. I think you keep it. I think Tower of Terror is great. I love it. Again, I'm going to go back on this in a second. So remember that I said keep. Moving on real quick to rock and roller coaster. Uh, and again, this was another one I put out there. So only 32% said keep it. 55%, so the majority said update it. And 13% said replace it. So for me, I'm saying replace rock and roller coaster. And this is going to get into a little bit more detail where, again, I'm going to go back on what I just said of Tower of Terror and, and potential idea for I might for launch Lightning across McQueen. this table at you. All right. But hear me out here. So one, I think overall rock and roller coaster, I think you replace it. And I know there's been talk out there of there's rumors that they're going to switch it to music by Queen. There's been rumors that they're going to make it power line, that they're going to do all sorts <gasps> of stuff. Um, oh, my gosh. Over, yes. Over in Disneyland Paris, 
this is part of their Avengers campus and they made it Avengers Flight Force has been rethemed. But I, I don't think a retheming works because it is so dark in there. You can't see anything. It's a very intense roller coaster, um, which I know we've talked about like Disney could probably use some more roller coasters, but this is a little bit like too intense for me. I love like Velocicoaster. Like that's a good intensity. I feel like rock and roller coaster is a little bit rough. And it, again, it's so dark. And even with like Avengers Flight Force, like you go by so fast, you lose the story. There's just like a couple bright signs in there. You don't really know what's going on. So I think they kind of just need to like scrap it in general. Now, so my dream scenario here is you take out Rock and Roller Coaster, you take out Lightning McQueen, and you build an Avengers campus. Now, we talked about that this is probably never going to happen because Disney can't build an <laughs> Avengers campus in Florida. But you already have Tower of Terror. You can make that Guardians of the Galaxy mission breakout like you did in California, which Guardians of the Galaxy is a great version of Tower of Terror. So this is where I said I'm going back on my keeping it because I'm updating it, but it's because I'm getting a whole Avengers campus intensely disagree with you on this one and again speaking as a person who was like bring guardians over to the east coast that is such a bad idea because one of the best things about visiting different disney parks is you have some staple rides that are the same but it's the ones that are slightly rethemed different that makes it fun to go to the other parks this is pretty uniquely florida you have a completely different ride mechanism than any of the other parks and so i think that this has to be a solid you cannot touch tower i think this is kind of a pipe dream anyways because you're not going to get an avengers campus but it was just a thought hey tower of terror is there we know it can be guardians of the galaxy mission breakout you could get rid of this other stuff build a really nice avengers campus so that's like dream scenario but i think realistically that's not going to happen. So I think what they could do is take out Rock and Roller Coaster, take out Lightning McQueen, repurpose that part of the park to back to the original mission of the park, kind of like what we were talking about earlier with Indiana Jones and how it's about how movies are made. And I think you could have a lot of interactive experiences on how visual effects work. You could have interactive experiences on sound editing, kind of like at the Disney 100 uh, exhibition yeah. of how they do Foley artistry, how they make the music for these things. Of you know, When you film these movies, all those sound effects aren't there. They add those in later, You know that sort of stuff, like learning about that, about movie history. I think you make this and you make it that, edutainment, education, entertainment that Disney does so well about movie history, about the creation of movies so that you inspire the next generation of creatives. Because I feel like you used to have that with Hollywood Studios, with the Animation Academy, with the Backlot Tour. You used to get some of that with the Indiana Jones stunt show, which you still have. But I feel like they could take this to a whole other level with virtual reality and just like how like the volume or how you do previs to basically Marvel knows every shot they're going to do in a movie before they even film it. And just like, I think you get people so excited, especially kids because you could use technology to make it entertaining and you could get them excited about doing things creatively. And the barrier to entry now with like YouTube and stuff like that is so low to making your own films that you could inspire a whole generation to go out there and create. And I think it would be incredible. Okay. Much better use of the space than having a Lightning McQueen animatronic, if yes. I'm being honest here. So what I think they should do is create a planetarium, stick with me here, and then turn that into a simulation of how the VR 
works. Like when John Favreau was talking about doing the Lion King, and he was saying, "Okay, oh, yeah, I can saw actually it all in virtual reality be yeah. in the VR, and I can say, hey, I want this here and this here, and have somebody actually demonstrating how you can change the surroundings and adapt it to be whatever you want." Because I think that would be really cool. And then again, I think that they need to do more. We talked about in our episode when we about Universal, our trip to Universal, how we really enjoyed how much of the human element that they had. They had a lot of different people that were there kind of acting. They had people that had lines. And so I think it's part of the pre-show. Like it's part of the attraction. Right. It's part of the attraction. So I see this as a place where you have a lot of that so that they can easily change it up because again, you have a human element, different people playing, and then also you can rewrite the script. And so when it gets a little stale, you can kind of fix it up a little bit. And um, so that would be one of the elements is like, having the VR kind of yeah, just let John Favreau design it. Yeah. Like, just let him come in and be like, I mean, he, cause he, to your point, he had the virtual reality when he made the Lion King, he basically created the volume with mm-hmm. Lucasfilm for star Wars. Like he's really pushing the medium forward in a lot of ways that I don't think people really realize you have him come in and, and create what, what would you have to, if you were a kid to inspire you to make films where you are like, he could have a whole thing where he narrates it and stuff like that. Like, I, I feel like there's so much they could do. And again, especially with that space, because nobody knows Lightning McQueen's back there. Like, use that space in a in a better way, and and use it about the magic of movies to inspire and entertain you. I also like the idea. You know, I think that Disney was more like this. I back in the day where they would have like I think people actually animated like they were working on Mulan they well, it used on to Mulan. be a working movie studio right yeah. and I almost see it as like you know how in Animal Kingdom they have veterinarians and sometimes they're actually performing operations and they will narrate that if you're lucky enough to be there to catch it I could see something like that with the animation and they're saying okay oh make well, it like in, a studio yeah, yeah. like then they're saying yeah hey like in this scene, you know, our character, uh, Planty, is really upset because his plant friends got a fungus that's really harming them. Yeah. So I'm going to, I need to make sure that I'm showing that expression on their face and how I'm going to do it is this. And this oh, is yeah. how you do it. Because I, I've heard, like, I've seen, like, Tom Bancroft on his, like, different YouTube, like, on his um Instagram channel kind of talking about how to create certain expressions and it blows my mind just the little tiny changes that you make to a face that really convey like being upset, yeah, being happy. I, I mean, I think a whole thing from get a uh, Pixar animator or somebody from Pixar to like film something. I don't think you could have somebody there, but a whole thing about just how they create their stories and their ideas of how you take something as simple as like a little spark of inspiration. Yes, of how of how of how you take something as simple as emotions. And turn that into a movie or how you take something like an element, fire and water, and how you create a story from that. Because Pixar does that better than anybody else. So to have, again, a look into how something simple and mundane you can, if you think about it in the right way, kind of to your point, think about it from a different perspective, how simple changes can make a story interesting or or add expression to inanimate objects, uh, I think would just be absolutely fascinating. The only thing that I see wrong with that idea is then that's just something that they could quickly and easily throw up on Disney Plus. So I want something a you'd little have to bit make different it, You'd have that. to make it interactive. It has to yeah. be interactive yeah. in Oh, yeah. Way. That's what I'm saying. 100, yeah. 100% interactive. But I think you could do something like that. All right. So that that's my big plan for remaking that whole 
back corner of Hollywood Studios there. And I also was a replace on uh, <laughs> on the rock and yeah. roller coaster. So, so yeah, I, I agree. I think that they need to do something. And I think that, you know, showing the magic of movies and again, like trying to ex- inspire the next generation of creatives. I think that that is a great idea. And I think that that is also, you know, needed because I think a lot of kids, they see YouTube, they see, um, you know, TikTok, and they th- everyone thinks like, oh, I want to grow up and be a creator. And they think that they, I feel like a lot of kids think that that is the way that they need to go about it. And there are a lot of places like Disney that you can go if you're a creative person. Now you're working for somebody else and not on your own time. But yeah, there's a, there's a lot of paths to become a creative. Like we said, like making costumes or yeah. music or sound effects or visual effects that, yeah, you don't have to be, you know, somebody just doing dances on your phone all the time. Yeah. You know, there, there's other ways around it. So yeah, that's a, a good point. All right. So moving on to Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway. Keep, keep it. All right. That was easy. <laughs> Move, moving on. Actually update. Give Chuby a bigger part. <laughs> there you go. All right. Moving on a millennium Falcon smugglers run. So I think you update this one. And I think this is an easy thing to update. Where you just have axiom. you just have different missions, and I know now like it's somewhat tied into the Star Cruiser, and I think a lot of people are like, oh, you know, but two can't change because it's tied into the Star Cruiser and it's got to stay in that time frame. I don't know that Disney cares that much if the time frame kind of ties in a hundred percent. Now I get the Coaxium story ties in a little bit more, so maybe you kind of need that. But I think having different missions, so if you go on it it's something different. Like you don't know what you're going to do. Like maybe you get something where you're part of the original trilogy and your TIE fighters are coming after you. And then you have the sequel trilogy. It's going to add so much rewritability, kind of like star tours where you don't know where you're going to go till you get on it. Right. Yeah. I see this kind of like what we've mentioned this when we talked about animal kingdom and we talked about flight of passage, how we would like to see different storylines sometimes, or they can run seasonal things. I definitely see something like that's with that for, smugglers run and i think that you're 100 percent right that like i mean you don't ha- you could ride you could do the coaxium thing maybe they only run that on days that the star cruiser is there i mean yeah you that's could do true something it's, like that it's not necessarily they're not uh on the voyage every day yeah, yeah and also they're only there for usually a certain length of time so in the morning early morning or late at night you can run the other things yeah. but and there's also different ways you can have coaxium i mean you can right you can change like that's an easy thing to change it's in the app i mean i feel like you, that's a, an easy tweak. I think the other thing I would like to update is to go to what it originally was described as, where mm-hmm. you're going to have kind of complete control over this thing, and you know it's going to generate in real time that if you decide to deviate a little bit and you go left instead of right, it's going to create a whole new world for you. I think they a tested... I walked right into that one. Yes, you did. <laughs> I think they tested that, and I think... It, it didn't work probably as well as sticking to the script to a certain extent. And, you know, if, if you're not very good at flying the thing, it's going to wreck and it's going to be over very quickly. But I would like to have more control because, yes, the, the more you do it, I definitely can see where what you're doing does impact it. But there's sometimes a lag. Like it, it, it still kind of holds you into where you need to go no matter what you do. And I would like a little bit more open world and freedom to it. And maybe that's how you do it. Maybe you don't have a new story. Maybe you keep it coaxium, but you make it more open world. Or if you crash, then um, 
there's that mechanic again i know that this i don't think this is the same timeline but there's that mechanic that always helps mando you know you could have somebody come out and it's a completely different storyline if you crash and you have to she's helping you out and yeah, you can have I some other know. things happen where yeah you could still keep it around that oh, we're trying to get coaxium so it's it ties into the uh the star cruiser at least at disney world i mean disneyland you could kind of do whatever you wanted over there and mm -hmm. and maybe you have that maybe it's a little bit more freedom but i, I would like that more just open world more control over it because I, I do feel like you still don't have enough control the other thing that i would fix is i'm pretty sure it's the gunner the gunner position is the worst position because you just button mash i think that there no, i think that the gunner is pretty good because you have or is it the, the engineer i think it's like the engineer where yeah you're just kind of always pressing buttons because the gunner you then shoot the missiles too so you are firing but then you have a second button for missiles i don't know i can't yeah the, some of the other if you're not the pilot there are some things the pilot are, is the best yeah it's absolutely the best so i think that some of the other roles could be a little bit better or i like the idea of hey there's a whole bunch of series of buttons and in order to fire you have to hit the series of buttons in the order i know that they ha they're locked in because they don't want to put you with people that you don't know and then have those people ruin your experience because that would be terrible um and frustrating and then it could cause like even friction if people are highly competitive and they're like ah you know right. quit being so bad at this but I don't know. I, I do think that the way that it was kind of idealized, I feel like there's got to be a way for them to still keep it that way. But then if things don't go as planned, there's another fun yeah, I, diversion. I, to I that. feel like, you know, if from a zero to 10, they could go to 10, but in testing, whatever happened, they're like, we got to make it seven. So like, it's still good. It's still fun, but there's like a couple more notches they could do to really like, let that thing fly that I think would take it you mean, from, you mean, let it go. Yeah. Let it go. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with let it fly. Cause you're flying the millennium Falcon, but no, I'm just, I'm singing Disney princess queen. Well, song, and so. you're, you are uh, foreshadowing our, our next one here, but, <laughs> um, but I think, I think there's a couple of things they could do to, to, to step it up and make it, that much better of an attraction and right. i'd like to i'd like to see that happen all right so our next one speaking of let it go frozen sing-along celebration i was actually surprised by uh our instagram the results here because 48 percent actually said keep it i was surprised it was that high people were like yeah definitely keep it uh 31 said update this had a pretty high replace though at 21 percent. so what what do you think for the frozen sing-along celebration are you keeping it are you updating it or are you replacing it so as much as I enjoyed it um, last time we were there, I think that you replace it. I think that this would be fantastic as Encanto. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a great sing along. I think this yep. you know, this uh, theater used to be the American Idol experience, so they definitely do change this. Yep. You know, every decade or so. That's a good. I did not even think of Encanto, but I yes. think people would go crazy would for an Encanto sing along. Yep, I think that. As much of a hit that Let It Go was, I think people, I think people might, you know, we don't talk about Bruno, but then you have people like me that are like, people would be stance. dancing in the aisles. I, I actually almost think <laughs> it might not be a good idea because I think <laughs> it would be dangerous. You would have to have people like, please sit down. Like you'd have to put seat belts in the attraction <laughs> so that people be like, please buckle your seat belts because there would be too many people getting up and dancing in the aisles when we don't talk about Bruno came on that within, within, a month it has to close so they can install seatbelts. With a with a surprise appearance by Lynn Manuel Miranda. <laughs> Definitely buckle me in. I'm gonna need shoulder harnesses if Lynn Manuel Miranda comes because I'm Kool-Aid manning through something if he shows up. I mean with it which he could because with 
Frozen, Josh Gad has appeared a few times. It seems like every time he's at Disney World, he comes out and, and sings um, the songs as Olaf. So you've actually changed my mind on this. I was going to say update it. And I was just going to say you need to start bringing in Frozen 2. And I feel like all of the Frozen attractions at the Disney park. So you have the Frozen sing-along experience. You have Frozen Ever After at Epcot. Disneyland Paris has kind of this Frozen sing-along type thing. It's a little bit of a different... It's a different vibe. Yeah, it's very, a much smaller. Very cool. Yeah. But they're all Frozen 1. None of them mm-hmm. bring in Frozen 2 in any way in terms of the songs or in terms of the story. And I feel like Frozen's been out long enough. I feel like Frozen 2's been out long enough. It's not that hard to change these shows, especially when it's just songs, to sing Into the Unknown or to have... Mm-hmm. Elsa be queen and Anna be queen. Like you can, that's such an easy change that I feel like it's time to update these things to liven them up, especially now that we're getting frozen three, cause there are going to be two movies behind. So I was originally saying updated, but then you sold me a hundred percent on Lin-Manuel <laughs> Miranda coming out to sing in Kanto. I want to dance in the aisles till we don't talk about Bruno. I'm a hundred percent on this. Replace it, put in Kanto in there. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. I'm I'm taking that very personally right now. I think you're calling me perfect too. Yes. You know what? I'll give it to you. You're perfect. <laughs> the idea was perfect. And I think the uh the twenty one percent of people that said replace it would love it. I think if we said, Hey, would you replace Frozen with Encanto? I think that would go we up. We would to, sway a lot more yeah, people. Yeah, I think we'd sway a lot more people to come up. So mm-hmm. all right, so that wraps up the show for this week. Got through all of them. Uh thank you for everybody that voted on our Instagram. If you're not subscribed to us on Instagram, go subscribe because we still have two parks left at Disney World that we're gonna be doing. So you could potentially vote on some of the other ones. And if you've not subscribed to our podcast, or written us a review, please go and do that. It really helps, and we really appreciate it. Thanks for lending us your ears. Have a great week, everybody, and we'll see you here next Monday. Bye-bye.